Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. Welcome so much to this radio broadcast this morning. I am so very honored and grateful to be here with you. We have a cram-packed day today. 30 minutes of lots of information and hopefully lots of things that provoke you to thought, give you ideas, give you insight, and hopefully just bring some value to your life. And, you know, I love it when I don't have to come up with a topic because you are my topic. You guys are the ones that give me the question, that prompt the question. And I think to myself, you know what? There's an application here for all of us. And so this one actually comes from two different gentlemen. And these guys are business owners. And you probably are thinking, you know, well, I'm not a business owner. What is that going to have to do with anything? Well, just hold the phone because you're probably going to get a bulk of the benefit of today's broadcast. But I want to use the time that we have to talk about business and wealth continuity. You know, as a business owner myself, I have to have what's called a business continuity plan. It's something that I have taken a great deal of time and I've been very thoughtful with it so that if something were to happen to me as a business owner, my employees aren't just, you know, left out on the street. This is something that is taking into account all of the clients, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients that we serve, and making certain that they are taken care of if something were to happen to me. And you know what? The same thing should be true for all of you that are business owners. So these two gentlemen, we'll call them Bud and Derek, had emailed me, and they were business owners for many years that were just basically private business owners. In other words, they were sole proprietors. And then all of a sudden, they found each other at a trade show, and they decided to join forces and come together and to become basically business partners. And they wanted to understand better about how to take care of their business from a financial aspect. Now, I know that many of you understand that I do estate planning, and that I'm into wealth planning. But the reality is, is that your business is your baby if you own a business and you 
have so many different facets of being able to benefit from the business, but there's so many facets that you have to attend to as a business owner. And you want to be a business owner, not a business operator. But unfortunately, when businesses are fairly young, when they're fairly undeveloped, when there's not a very well-founded foundation for these businesses to be on, and maybe they've only been in existence for less than a decade, there's always still some things that they're kind of growing into as the business grows that they need to be privy to, that they need to be educated on. And so one of the pieces of information that I was able to share with them and that I will share with you is the importance of life insurance. Yep, I said it, life insurance. Now, why is life insurance? Why does that have anything to do with a business? Well, for these two gentlemen, we needed to understand something referred to as the buy-sell agreement. And the buy-sell agreement was obviously a legal documentation, but it allows them protection for their spouses. Both of these gentlemen were married, and they understood that if their business is involved in creating business, but there's not a lot of equity, there's not a lot of liquidity, there's not a lot of cash that's available, and neither one of them are independently wealthy enough that if one of them died, that the other spouse could just simply write a check and be done with it and pay off the surviving spouse's half of the interest. Well, they need to be able to have something, some tool in the toolbox that's going to create liquidity. And so a buy-sell agreement is a very effective tool where both of them are going to have life insurance on each other. Both of them are going to pay the premiums on that life insurance so that in the event that either one of them were to pass, they don't have to continue conducting business using that surviving spouse as their now new partner. It's going to be very awkward. The surviving spouse is probably not going to have nearly the interest that his or her spouse had in the business. And so what does it do? It creates pennies from heaven. It creates the opportunity of liquidity to be able to make certain that they can write a check and be done with it. Another one of the aspects that's still in the same vein, now this wasn't really applicable to Bud and to Derek, but is key man insurance. You know, how many of you have a business and how many of you have an employee that if you lost that employee, you would be pretty much cooked? Like that employee has become such a valuable asset to your business that if they were gone, maybe they were, you know, the lead salesman or saleswoman, maybe they were the lead technician or the person that was handling all of the networking. You know, there's any hundreds and thousands of scenarios here, but having key man insurance is so important because here's the thing. If you have put a lot of sweat equity into this person, you've done a lot of providing of training and you've built them and groomed them and they have grown to this area within the business that they have become so vital that if you lost them, it would be a major setback to the company and you would have to probably spend tens of thousands of dollars potentially finding someone even remotely as talented as them. Having key man insurance is going to be very important so that in the event that they died, once again, you have the liquidity, you have the ability of being able to still conduct business and to take care of them. So if you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. 
So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, another area that business owners tend to overlook, and this really isn't life insurance, but it is insurance and it's so close to it, I wanted to bring it up, is overhead insurance. What is overhead insurance? Well, if you are the chief cook and bottle washer of your business, but yet you still have employees and you're kind of the main central hub of the business. In other words, if you were gone, if you became disabled and your talents, your expertise wasn't able to be there every single day in the office to take care of business, you would be in a position where the business could be potentially lost then being able to conduct business by making certain that the overhead of the business was taken care of is so very vital. And this is like a disability policy, but it is mainly harnessed upon you. And so if something were to happen to you, now the overhead business insurance is going to be able to pay to keep that business afloat. It's going to be able to pay the expenses because you were the main driver of income and revenue in that business. Now, Last but not least, when it comes to Bud and Derek, a great piece of advice because these guys were just recently pretty much coming together as partners is I said, you've got to be able to take the time and due diligence to be able to look at protections for that new business, LLC protections, corporations, getting into making certain that you're working with an attorney. I don't care if you use my attorney. I don't care if you use another attorney that you feel comfortable with. But doing the legal documentation and the legal work that's necessary to take care of your business to protect it. This is now both of your livelihoods. Both of your families are reliant upon you guys making good decisions. And you've proven that you have the muster to be able to do this. You've got the skill set to do it. And you're probably going to be even more strengthened being together. But the reality is, is that you still want to protect it. And there's certain things that insurances will not do. You need to work with an attorney to be diligent and to be making certain you're doing what's necessary to protect that business that is now feeding two different families. Now, what if your business is not necessarily a business? What if it's your livelihood? So let me give you another example. And this one comes from an existing client by the name of Esther. So Esther lost her husband a number of years ago, but Esther and her husband, when she was still espoused. They were large farmers. They had basically built their farm from nothing. They had received a small farm from both of their parents when their parents passed away and they had been products of the Great Depression. But Esther had lost her husband to cancer. And so Esther basically owns the acres, the farms that her and her husband had accumulated over the course of time. And now her sons are working the farm and they have a great deal of debt on the farm ground and for the equipment that they have. And so they were trying to figure out, okay, is there an effective way for us to be able to leverage dollars? And what we came upon, which is a wonderful idea, and it was very satisfactory for the family, was for the sons to buy life insurance on mom. Now, mom has a side benefit. Mom doesn't have to pay the premium. The boys pay the premium. And why do the boys pay the premium? Because they know that they're going to be equal sharing beneficiaries of the life insurance policy in the event that mom dies. They get the lump sum of death benefit. It's totally tax-free. They use it to pay down the debt on the farm and on the equipment. 
That helps them instantaneously if mom passes away. Number two, mom gets the benefit of the cash value of the policy if she needs it for living expenses. And to boot, this particular policy that they had selected for mom was also going to be able to pay for long-term care as mom gets older. You see, there are plans, if they're well thought out, that are able to help all parties, everyone within the scenario. And the boys, they're thinking, you know what, we're taking care of mom by providing her cash value that she can take tax-free if she needs it from the life insurance policy. We're providing mom the benefit of being able to have the income necessary to pay for long-term care in the event that she needs it, whether it's at home or an assisted living facility or even a skilled care facility. We're helping ourselves in the fact that if mom passes away, we get tax-free death benefit in order to be able to make certain that the farm is paid down or paid off, ideally. And do you think that they have a problem paying the premiums on that policy for mom under those contexts? Absolutely not. It is a win-win for both sides. So you see, this is a livelihood, not necessarily a business, but it is a wealth continuity plan for them. It is a way that they're able to protect and take care of the very thing that helped Esther and her husband thrive when they were raising their kids. And now these boys are going to be taking care of mom and their kids and their livelihood as well and doing it through something as boring as life insurance. Is it perfect? No, but it's a tool in the toolbox. Now, don't go away. Don't tune out because I've got some things that are now going to be personally applicable to you, even if you don't own a business, even if you don't have a farm, that I think you're going to find really thought-provoking. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. The road to retirement is filled with twists and turns, and life's unexpected detours could easily throw you off course. That's why it's essential to work with a financial advisor who is also a fiduciary, a fiduciary experienced in helping clients navigate the complexities of retirement planning while helping you pay yourself first. The road to retirement now made simple. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local retirement income specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a 
a retirement income store located in Humboldt and Clear Lake, Iowa. Well, if you're just joining us, welcome. Welcome to you for the remaining 15 minutes that we have left in our program today. Today, we are discussing business and wealth continuity. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, I don't have a business and I really don't even have that much wealth. Well, you have stumbled across the right program because today we're talking about how you create protections for your business, how you create protections for your livelihood. But also now we're going to be discussing how do you create pennies from heaven? How do you create wealth? Now, there's many different ways that you can create wealth, right? We can gamble on the stock market. We can invest in speculative real estate. We can invest in private business deals and that sort of thing. We can gamble at the gambling casino, I suppose. Don't know that the odds are really with you on that one, but I suppose you could hit it big. But is there a better way to do this? And I believe that there is. And it takes nothing more than something that's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years called life insurance. Now, life insurance, it is certainly not the topic that's going to get you out of bed. I don't know any person that gets all excited about life insurance. I certainly don't. But what I get excited about is the benefit of life insurance. I get excited about the end result of life insurance and what it gets to do. You know, so often when a person loses another person in life, there is so many questions, so many uncertainties to, you know, how are things going to proceed? How am I going to make it? How am I going to live? What kind of income am I going to have? And we all know the basics of life insurance. But life insurance can go so much further than just the basics. And so we discussed, you know, Bud and Derek. And Bud and Derek were basically two guys that had their own individual business and they got together and they joined forces. And now they're saying, you know what, we've got a flourishing business, but we need to know how do we take care of it? We've never been in a business that has been this successful and it's almost scary, but we need some better advice. And so we talked about buy-sell agreements and key man insurance and protecting that business through estate planning and through the proper type of protections of LLCs and corporations. Then we talked about, well, how do you take care of your livelihood, right? Well, we've got Esther and Esther was a woman who had lost her husband, but she had a couple of sons and they ran the farm and they farmed a lot of ground, but they had a lot of debt. And this was a big concern to her and it was a big concern to them. And we realized, why not implement the useful tool of life insurance where mom is covered by a significant amount of death benefit? The boys are paying the premium to cover that policy. Mom has accessibility to the cash value, but mom also has long-term care benefits that come as a result of that life insurance policy. So that if something were to happen, now she's not taking and potentially jeopardizing the farm. She's got the benefits to keep the farm out of that scenario, and she's got the benefit. Do you see? It's a win-win. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. But what if you're not in either one of those situations? You're not a farmer, you don't have a business, and you're thinking, 
but gosh, you know, I'd love to leave a legacy for my children. Well, I've discussed this before, but I had a couple of clients that within the last couple of weeks had reached out to me and they said, you know, what about getting life insurance so that we could leave a legacy for our kids? We have many children and larger than the average family. And we would love to be able to make certain that there's enough of a legacy left behind for each of them. And I thought that that was really pretty cool. They had done well for themselves. They were a couple of blue collar workers that had worked and worked hard and they had been good savers, but then they got into real estate and they had rental properties and they had done well for themselves, but they wanted to leave a legacy, a dollar legacy for their children. And so We're thinking, okay, is it going to be better that we would go ahead and buy a life insurance policy for Larry and one separately for Beth? And I questioned that. That was kind of the direction they were going. And I said, I wonder if there would be a better way. And in fact, what if we looked at something called a second to die? Well, a second to die policy was something that they had never heard of. And a second to die policy has some tremendous benefits because you see, It is a lower cost life insurance policy because it is covering essentially two lives. Now, this is something that is covering Larry. It's covering Beth and it's covering Larry and Beth for a million dollars. Now, when does the death benefit get paid out? Well, the death benefit doesn't get paid out when Larry dies. If he's the first to go, it doesn't pay out until Beth has passed. And in this particular case, because it is essentially covering two life expectancies, it's less in cost, it's less in expenses, because the company, from a statistical standpoint, gets to collect premiums for what they hope is a longer period of time. Therefore, they're able to provide a bigger death benefit that's going to be able to be provided to each of their children, and it's going to be something that's going to be affordable. All the time I get the question, well, what's the best kind of life insurance? And I have two answers to that. The kind that you can afford and the kind that's in place when you actually die. I don't care if it's whole life. I don't care if it's term life insurance. I don't care if it's UL. I don't care. As long as it's affordable, guess what? You'll keep it and you'll pay for it. And if it's in force when you die, guess what? it's going to pay a death claim. So for Larry and Beth, where they were expecting that it was going to cost them tens of thousands of dollars every single year for them to have a life insurance policy on Larry and a life insurance policy on Beth. Now, all of a sudden, we have one singular policy. So there is simplicity, right? It's only one thing that they have to take care of. Number two, it's only one premium that they have to pay per year. And they know that it's going to be guaranteed. Now, what do I mean by guarantee and why am I putting particular emphasis on this? Because there is too many life insurance policies yet today that are going to be potentially running on fumes and dying before the insured person does. What do I mean by that? Well, you've heard me say it before that life insurance is like a permission slip to spend your retirement. In other words, if you think about life insurance in its simplest form. It's going to be pennies from heaven that basically come out of the sky when a person passes away. And the reality is, is that if we have, say, a half million dollars saved in retirement, and we know that we've got a half million dollars in life insurance, and we have properly funded that life insurance, 
and we know that it's got guarantees that it's going to be there when we actually do pass. Well, this allows us the freedom, the flexibility to be able to spend our money, our dollars that we've saved for our retirement, knowing that they will be replaced by the time we pass away. But the only way that that's going to work is if the policy is actually in force. And you see, today, this is a growing problem for more and more of you. You had life insurance policies that you bought back when the kids were kids. And you bought life insurance policies paying the same premium that you've always paid. You've got life insurance policies that were purchased in an interest rate environment that was double digit likely. And today you still haven't paid any attention to the life insurance policy because you're still recollecting the phrase and the terminology and the illustration and the promises that you were probably made way back in the day, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years ago when you purchase the life insurance from your agent. That's a big mistake because you see the life insurance company has increased the cost of insurance likely on that life insurance as you have aged. As you get closer and closer to death, the internal cost of life insurance goes up. And this is a problem because back in that era, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years ago, the cost of insurance was based upon a shorter life expectancy than today's life insurance policies. This means that they had a higher cost. They were compensating for a shorter life expectancy, so they had to charge more. Second of all, the life insurance companies were experiencing double-digit rates of interest in the 80s and 90s. Guess what? We're lucky to see 2 or 3% on life insurance policies today. That means that your life insurance policy has continued to watch as interest rates have declined. That means that the cash value within your life insurance is not compounding and accumulating as it was once projected to do. Back in the 80s and 90s, insurance companies didn't realize, it didn't even compute in their mind that interest rates would be as low as interest rates are today. And what does that mean? It means that you're potentially running on fumes. It means that your policy is potentially in a position where it is severely underfunded. You've been paying the same amount of premium, not compensating for the increasing cost taking place in the policy at the same time that it's compounding at less and less interest. And so here is a piece of advice. You must dig out your life insurance policies. You must look at those policies. You must get statements for those policies and have those policies reviewed. At least once a week, I have a person who I suggest to them to bring in their life insurance annual statements so that we can make a phone call into the life insurance company personally, directly, and ask for what is called a in-force illustration. This is like hooking your life insurance policy up to an EKG to see how healthy it is. And the reality is, is that if your policy is not doing well, it will show that to us you will now know that there is a problem. Sometimes it is too late. Oftentimes, it is being caught just in time. You see, you have developed likely cash value within that policy, and you could leverage that cash value and move that cash value into a new policy that is costing you a lot less, that is guaranteed to a lot later age in life where life insurance policies used to only run to age 90 and 95 because no one lived longer than that. 
Today, we have life insurance policies that are guaranteed to age 110, 115, 120. And you may be thinking, that's nuts. I'm not going to live that long. Well, that's the point. You want your life insurance policy to outlive you, not the other way around. So what is the advice for today? What is the existing policy owner's considerations for today? And that is to have your existing policies reviewed and looked at. If you've got multiple policies, consider rolling those policies together collectively into one singular contract that would likely provide bigger death benefit with better guarantees that would be a bigger benefit to your spouse, to your children, to your grandchildren, to be able to create that business and wealth continuity that you've always desired to have for yourself. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. And post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Well, that's a wrap for today. And in closing, remember, it is up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Matthew Johnson.